Good afternoon, everybody. And welcome to Josh and Jen's Gratitude Unfiltered. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Um, this is actually my wife. It really is my wife, but she decided to look like a flapper today. Well, I'm actually dressing up as my grandma for Halloween in honor oh. of having our first guest on the show be my grandmother, Corleen Walker. We call her Corky or Coco, and it's actually who Coco is named after. So we have both Cocos on the show today. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm cheating. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I feel like I'm cheating right now. Yeah, uh, Josh feels very uncomfortable. I'm I'm really really uncomfortable with this. I don't know why. <laughs> I um, it's weird. Like, has do any of you out there that are watching right now? Like, do you wear wigs ever when it's not Halloween? <laughs> I used to wear wigs. It's fun when you're not doing your hair. And so I asked Josh, "Do you mind if I wear this when they're out?" And he's just like, he does uh, not like it. It's tripping me out. It, it's like you got a little boy's haircut. <laughs> I don't even know. How's everyone doing today? Are you making fun of grandma's hair? No, I'm not making, that's not her hair. Her hair's right there. <laughs> Grandma's got pretty hair. It's so weird. So what have we been up to lately? Um, We've been doing a lot of driving. Yes. Do you remember the, so we drove, we didn't do a show in San Diego, I'm sorry, but remember we went to, drove from Las Vegas to LA to San Diego in the same day, and that took 13 oh hours. Oh my gosh, so we we got a rental car in, in uh, LA, thank goodness, because the window broke on my car where we could not get it up the driver's window, so we drove from Vegas to LA. It was so cold, we left at four o'clock in the morning, it so and it was like in the 40s or 50s, and <laughs> Josh, Josh is driving, and it's just like, and. I, I'm in, I made this tent with pillows and the dog and I'm like shivering. <laughs> in the tent, she had pillows stacked on top of her and and a blanket. Like she was shielded from the world. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I'm freezing. Nice hat. Should no one's even <laughs> comment, you. no one's commenting on your hair. <laughs> Take your hat off. Show them your little no, boy haircut. this is part of my whole costume. Oh, it's your costume? Yeah. This is making me so uncomfortable. So anyway, yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. We've been traveling with Bill Walsh and the power team, and it's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I've learned more about the speaking industry and the speaking business than I've learned ever. Actually, mm -hmm. I would honestly say that I've learned more about business in the last few weeks than I've ever mm -hmm. learned, um, especially getting to see just how, like the inner workings of it, it's just amazing. <laughs> And grandma has no conception of what's going on. She's actually talking in the back. She's on the phone right now, yeah. so sorry about that. So anyway, yeah, it's been it's been an amazing few weeks. Yeah, um, you know, we you know, one of the things is we're doing is we're building a course and we're really about helping people, but we know that we have to make money to do that. And so one of the things that really clicked with us that we learned this weekend is someone said, You're not serving if you're not selling because nobody is good enough to be able to impact someone's life in a twenty minute or 60 right. minute speech. Yes, you can inspire them, but to really be able to change their life, you do have to work with them. And so, you know, and you do deserve to make, you know, money to do that. So, you know, we definitely, it helped us change our perspective a little bit. We want to make money so we can be radical givers. And we say so, radical, we want to actually give 20% of everything we earn mm -hmm. to various, well, really a foundation that will give to charities that we believe in and, and mm -hmm. different causes. So whether it's, you know, sexual or physical abuse or mental health, uh, addiction, mm -hmm. 
mm -hmm. uh, poverty. I mean, there's just so many great causes mm -hmm. out there. And so we want to be able to kind of give to as much as we can. So we're being able to do What's that. What's up, Jason <laughs> Cisneros? <laughs> this, is, uh, this is not my wife. What are you going to call is. me in this wig? Bob? <laughs> no. I don't know. It's like you a You can call me Bobby. Hat. Bobby? <laughs> I'm going to call her Bobby. This is so uncomfortable for me. Jason, have you ever had any of your girlfriends or wives um, wear a wig? I'd love to know because I'm kind of freaking out right now. No. Anyway, well, so we have a special guest today. And um, and I, it is appropriate because she was she the first person that found out we were getting married? She was the first person in my family, yes. The first person in her family that found out that she was going to marry, Jennifer was going to yeah. marry me. Gosh, she's uh, very popular yes. today. Um, she, they found out she's going to marry me without knowing who I was. Grandma, so, Grandma you can't answer the phone. No, we're you're, about to invite yeah. you onto the show. Right. I can't answer. No, you <laughs> cannot answer your own phone. We are holding you hostage. So with that said, let's welcome Grandma Coco to the show. All right. Come on, And Grandma. everybody tell her happy birthday. Hi, Mike Chavez. Cat. Good to see you. You you've worn a wig many times. I don't. You know what? Oh, Halloween doesn't count. Hi, Grandma Coco. Hi. So say hi to Christina, Cat, <laughs> Jason, Mike, Elizabeth, Rachel. Just say hello, everybody, and everyone. Tell Grandma Coco happy birthday. Hello, everybody. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to be 87 years young. Yeah. She is young. She's got the energy of a. 13 year old, I swear. <laughs> Maybe 14. Maybe 14. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the testosterone too, right? <laughs> um, so you want to ask the first question? Sure. So I just kind of want grandma to tell the audience, you know, what did you what did you tell me when I told I picked you up at the airport in Minneapolis? You came to visit me in September and I told you, look, grandma, I'm getting married to this guy, Josh, that I've never met. What did you say? Yeah, what? I, th I think I was a little on the shock side. I mean, you can talk to the microphone actually, if you want. Oh. <laughs> Say hi to your people. Oh. <laughs> I can talk to the I'm microphone. Hi, microphone. Uh, <laughs> I, he said you have to talk to yes. the microphone. Yes. Well, I mean, you want to talk this way so the microphone can pick up your voice. Okay, then I said, You're what? I couldn't <laughs> believe it, but I took it very good. She did. I'm probably better than some people, but then she did explain some of the things, and then I did meet Josh on the internet. So, <laughs> so did I, I. I've met a few women on the internet before. Yeah, but never anybody like me. No, ma'am, that's correct. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> Grandma, Jason said you're beautiful. He said I was beautiful. Uh, well, of course. <laughs> Anybody that makes it to 87 is beautiful. Definitely. It's, it's beautiful because I'm still here. That's what's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. we, yeah. And we enjoy having you here, too. And uh, now that I've learned to know Josh, I do love him, and he can call me grandma now. He tried to call me ma'am, but I corrected him. <laughs> I said, I'm grandma now. Uh, it was ma'am before, but now it's grandma. Yes, it's grandma now. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting better. I still want to call her ma'am because that's what, you know. Well, I know. That's how I was raised. So I know you're very polite, but now I'm your grandma. Yes, right, grandma. You have to call me And grandma. I'm happy that you're my grandma, too. Okay. Because 
everybody calls me grandma. <laughs> oh, so now I'm just one of everybody else. <laughs> I tell everybody if you can't remember my name to call me grandma. And if you can't remember grandma, call me Corky. If you can't remember Corky, say hey you. <laughs> how did so how did you get the name Corky? Uh when I was 12 years old. Everybody had a nickname to me, so I just said, I can give my name Corky. Why, but why? Why would you call yourself Corky? I mean, I love it. It's fitting for your personality, but what made you think of Corky? I don't remember. Did you realize how many years it was? Well, her name is Coraline. Yeah, oh. Coraline and Corky kind of fit. And okay. I didn't have any middle name. Oh. I'm just Coraline Walker. So I used Corky, and everybody has always said it really does fit. Mm -hmm. Even you just said that a minute ago that yeah, it fit it, me. Oh, yeah, it does. And there's only two people that call me Corleen, my mother and my older sister. They never gave over to Corky. I was always Corleen to them. Mm -hmm. Huh. So what would you say, like, so now you're about to have your 86th birthday. 87. 87th birthday. He wants to say eighty-six wedding. <laughs> if it what what would you say the biggest lesson that you've learned since your childhood to now? Like you know, a lot of the things that kids stress out about or the worries that we have. Like, what is the best piece of advice that you you've either gotten or just based on the years that you've lived? Like, give me something. Give us a nugget that we can take home with us. Too. All right. This is kind of a nuthead, but I've always tried to live by this, that you treat your friends like your relatives and you treat your relatives like your friends. Wow. Treat. That is. A, mm -hmm. I really like that. Mm -hmm. I think you. Yeah. I've heard that. you say treat your friends like family and your family like friends. So, yeah. yes. Well, I put relatives. Yeah. I think that's I, I'm beautiful. I'm trying to act sophisticated. I love that. <laughs> I, I, you are. I think it's beautiful because oftentimes we are most crabbiest of people next to us, and I do it. You know, it's like you're used to people, and sometimes you're like, ah, but then you know, you're so nice to your friends. So it's like, why do you try to swap that? You know. Well, that's that's it, amazing. It, it, it's very good because you know, if a friend comes in and they say, "Where's something that?" or "Do you have something?" Sometimes I say it's in the refrigerator, go get it. But if some of my relatives come in, I try to make them feel, and I go get it. Well, them. you do. You're so hospital. We're staying at grandma's house, and she lets us sleep in her bed, and she irons her silk pillowcases for us, and she perts a Werther's. What are the that worth? But I had to give that candy up. Yeah, I was become addicted to Worcester's candy. <laughs> what else are you addicted to? Uh, you guys. You got oh, that's Aww. sweet. But what happens when Grandma goes to the casino? Uh, if and I don't go anymore, but if I did go to the casino, I'm addicted to gambling. But I'm uh. It's true. I'm not. I used to spend all my money at the gambling hall, and then I didn't even have enough money to buy my groceries. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I'm reading out of the Bible, and he said, God says you should give 10% a tithe to your church. And I couldn't because I didn't have enough money. 
And so I prayed, God took away that gambling, and now I can give my 10%. That's and you did today at church. Anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you gave your tithe today at church. Yeah, I know. I tithe. I can tithe, but I don't gamble anymore. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to gamble either because I get too excited. Those flashing lights get me too well, pumped up. Well, I'm a compulsive gambler, and, I, and I, I'm not going to go into a gambling hall because that's just teasing me and trying to get that. That would be the devil enticing me to come into a gambling hall to break <laughs> all these rules that I have. Right. Mm -hmm. Because God gave me the strength, and I don't even think about gambling anymore. Mm -hmm. Really? No, I, it, that's beautiful. That and is beautiful. And so once you started tithing, you know, did how did your money start increasing? Or uh, tell well, us what I'll happened. tell you, the first time that I tithed, uh, I got extra bills, and I thought <laughs> I, I did. My bills were higher, and and this is what I thought. Oh my goodness. I was testing the Lord, and you don't test the Lord. The Lord tests you. And I and I prayed about that, and the next month, everything, I had plenty of money. Wow. And sometimes, you know, I, I, I wonder, where did I get this money? But I used to go out and spend five and $600 at the casino, and now I've got the five or six hundred dollars. Yeah. So, uh, and so I can very easily give the tithe to the Lord, but I'm very particular about that's God's money. You know, I can relate to this, but from an alcohol standpoint, because I used to say, well, I don't have the money to tithe, but I had money for tequila or cannabis. And sometimes I would, my drinking money went to where I should be giving to, because I'm very passionate about giving to not just my church, um, I, I give to my friend John's church, but also um, if I want to donate to a cause, like A New Dawn, which is an amazing charity that we're actually going to the event next week mm -hmm. um, in Salt Lake City. Was it Friday and Saturday? It is Saturday and Sunday. Saturday we are arriving Sunday. on Friday. Right. Yes. And that's why I'm wearing What's this hat. Yeah. A New Dawn. A new dawn? Yes, ma'am. And so Grandma. what do they do? <laughs> um, that's a great question. You're interviewing me. They help place women who are going through, and Jason will correct me if I'm wrong, but women who have been uh, victims of domestic violence and also um, that are addicts. And they help them get homes and uh, shelter and care <laughs> and other things that they need. That's good. It is good. I like that. It's good. And it's run by two, I mean, honestly, Cat Dawn, and her team and Jason is an advisor for their charity who's watching right now. Um, they are amazing people who, like Jennifer and I, really want to make the world a better place. I mean, they literally, they mm -hmm. want to ease suffering in the world and they fight like hell for other people. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. It is. And you know, Grandma actually helps people in the community. She has a job, right? Tell us about your job. Well, I did have a job. Uh, uh, I haven't went to it for a while. Actually, I hate to say this, but I think I'm getting too old to stand on my feet four and five, mm -hmm. nine, four hours. Well, but we help the homeless, and and mainly the thing that touched my heart is that we help the older women, and there's so many older women that really have such a small income, and they have to come down there and get groceries and uh 
it, they just touch my heart, those mm -hmm. older women. And you know what? They're they're lonely, and I always try to put my arm around them, and and I think they kind of love me because I I guess they love me because they know I love them. And they were the ones that really touched my heart. Well, that's nice. Can you still go down there and maybe oh, I can sit, sit. sit and help and not be standing so much? Well, the job, because of my hearing and, and having problems with my eyes, uh, there's some jobs that I can't do. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, if I was to sit down on the, the computer, which I could do, but I would have trouble hearing what they tell me, and I would be continually saying, what did you say? Well, well so, how much were you getting paid at your job? Uh, not much. <laughs> I think it was zero. <laughs> I was joking with Grandma because it's a volunteer position, but she called it her job. So. Well, the boss told me he was going to cut my wages in half, and I thought, well, does that mean I get two zeros? <laughs> I don't know how you cut nothing in half. <laughs> Jason says, Grandma, I bet you a fresh Werther's that it rains tomorrow. Rains where, though? Yeah, it's going to rain somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Heidi. How are you? Um, Hi, Heidi. So, so I want to know, like, uh, you've gone through a lot of ups and downs in your life because it's human nature to go through lives. Give us some advice when when life seems impossible and you want to give up and it just seems like you're just out of luck and there's no way out what what advice would you give to somebody that's struggling right now well i i think that you better pray because that's one of the main things you need to do is is to pray mm -hmm. and then try to find somebody that you can talk to mm -hmm. and kind of get some of this out uh, or like I do sometimes, you can have a pity party. Uh, but when I had pity parties, nobody came, and so I had to <laughs> give them up. <laughs> oh well, I can see that. Well, I've had a lot of pity parties, never had one person show up yet. My my grandmother used to say that you're either getting ready to head into <laughs> a storm, or you're coming out of one. So just enjoy every moment. That's true. You should enjoy your life. Uh, and you should have a sense of humor. It's very important to have a sense of humor. Don't, don't, you know, I had people say, don't take yourself too seriously. We're just passing through here. Mm. We're going on to our permanent home. So let's not take this thing too seriously. And, you know, don't get your feelings hurt every time somebody says something. Yeah, and I'm kind of, I get a little bad about that. I can too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mean, and a lot of us, we do get our feelings hurt pretty easy. I know. You know we're very sensitive. And where are we lost you. Oh, there we go. Now we're back. So now I lost my train of thought what I was going to ask you next. What makes you happy? Uh, talking. <laughs> yeah. Talking. We well, know that. Talking. Yes. Talking. I, I, I love to be around people and talk and joke. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when I'm talking and joking, and uh, I'm, I'm happier. Mm -hmm. 
because I, I do love people. Mm -hmm. And I still think, although they say there's so many bad people in the world, and there is, but there's still a lot of good ones out there, too. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I, and I want to think there's a lot of good people out there. There are a lot of good, good people, but you, you watch the news a lot. And I, oh. I talk about on the show all the time how you should turn off the news because it just poisons your mind with with garbage and and untruths but you like to watch the news i do i watch the news a lot and cnn of all things because this is the reason why what's happening on our news is a lot more interesting than these shows that got on nowadays <laughs> so that's why people should watch this show well yeah we're more interested in the but news right aren't we? now it's around halloween and they have all these scary shows, cutting people and killing them, and I don't like those kind of shows. Yeah, I have nightmares too much. I, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, we had Boris Karloff, and uh, that scared me. And Boris Karloff? Who is that? That's one of those old, old movie stars who played in those scary shows, Frankenstein and... Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we went to the show and put our hands like this because we couldn't. And that nowadays, it's nothing. They laugh at that nowadays because it's it's not even scary. Yeah. But some of the shows now, you, I put my hands and close my eyes because it's so gory. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. And if you guys have grandma, she nailed it. Our news is just a reality TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Perfect, Jason. Very well said. Um, yeah, and if you guys have questions for Grandma, feel free to ask. And remember, it is her birthday, so tell her bur happy birthday. Mm -hmm. Hi, Rebecca. It's good to see you. Susan, always good to see you. And Sophie Boo, always, always good to see you. Mm -hmm. Okay, Christina wants to know, Grandma, how do you know when you have met the love of your life? Well... I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on that because I got married when I was only 15 years old because I was born in Globe, Arizona. <laughs> we didn't have much to do there. Uh, but I stayed married to him for 23 years. And then I divorced him and thought I married another man that, that was the love of my life, but he wasn't either. So I divorced him and now I'm all by myself for the last 35 years. Mm -hmm. So I'm not one to tell you about that. And you do say, you know, getting older, Grandma has mentioned, it's hard because you get lonely sometimes. Older people get lonely and you think to yourself, hey, I, I don't have the personality and all the zing that the younger people have. They'd rather be around other people. So you try very hard not to push yourself off on people. Wait till they invite you. Um, <laughs> Sometime you might have to wait a little longer than you want to, but but it older people do get lonely. So if you know an older person, call them up and be kind to them. Mm -hmm. that's, oh, that's good, very sweet. That's good advice. Yeah, I miss it. This makes me always hanging out with you makes you makes me miss my family, especially my grandmother and grandpa, uh, both grandmas. I never met one of my grandpas, but yeah, it makes me miss family. Mm -hmm. She was fun. 
Well, you know, I never knew either one of my grandparents or grandmothers because they both died before I was born. Man. And I didn't, I had grandfathers, but they didn't, I didn't know them. So <laughs> I made up my mind when I became a grandmother, I wanted to be the best grandmother in the world. Well, you're my great grandma. Uh, no, I know. That that happened because I told her that this other little baby that I was his great grandma, and I said I'm your grandma, and you just couldn't say that. You said, "Oh no, grandma, you're a great grandma." Yes, and, and I still think you're my great grandma. Well, I'm lucky. I'm so blessed to have you. J Jason wants to know. Will you bet me two worthers that you get a date request because you did this on Facebook Live? <laughs> what am I going to bet? <laughs> two worthers. Two worthers. Worthers. Worthers, worthers. originals. Re worthers originals. Will oh. you bet Jason two worthers originals that you get a date request? Okay, I bet you. Oh, <laughs> Jason, you've got a bet. Yeah. And I, we're going to see you in a couple days, so we're going to have to. Uh, we'll have to exchange worthers. Yeah, uh, you know I haven't dated in thirty-five years, or no. And, that, and yes, people, that means she has not had sex in thirty-five years. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's what that means. But she is. Are you open? If you met, you know, a, a man of the Lord, I guess. And you think I'd go out and have sex? <laughs> you. No, she would wait till she's married. Yeah, would you wait till you're married? Well, I'm I bet just, she'd get married faster than us. I'm not. I'm just really not <laughs> into getting married. I I think uh, I'm getting too set in my ways. Uh, I'm hard of hearing. Uh, I don't see very well. Uh, but well, what if you fell in love? You never know. You think I might fall in love? You could if you're open to it. Maybe I'm. <laughs> I, I haven't fell in love yet. <laughs> well, well, now that you're, you know, putting yourself out there, <laughs> well, you never know. I bet right. she's going to have a bunch here of friend requests and date requests. Cat <laughs> <laughs> said, I wish you could come to Dawn of Hope. Yeah. I, I know. We would. Uh, I'm I'm so excited, Cat, about coming. And hey, by the way, if there's a donation link, Cat, please put it in the uh, comments so people can donate to this amazing foundation that you mm -hmm. have. And then um, also people can buy tickets. I don't know if they can, but please uh, put the link there. Yeah, we're so excited. Yeah, so excited to be there. All right, I got grandma to commit to two sins at once, addiction to Werther's and gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you're terrible. You know, yeah. grandma did go to Gamblers Anonymous. Tell us what happened when you went to Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> it was a big joke. One woman told me, I'm really doing good. She said... Uh, I used to go five times a week, and now I'm only going five. And she used to go seven, oh. so she was doing good. And they told they wanted to tell all their problems and their troubles. Uh, it didn't do any good. But I went to a, a gambler and mama's down here in uh, Mesa. Mm -hmm. And there was a whole lot of people there. Mm -hmm. And one man, when he got up and really, I mean, I really related to what he said because he said, I don't have, I'm not 
uh, depriving any kids of food. He said, uh, I'm not depriving anybody of anything, <laughs> uh, not hurting anybody. But when I go out and gamble, he said, I feel like a bucket of slime. And I thought, boy, that's me. That's the way I mm -hmm. feel. And, but a lot of them, they said their wives held the money and wouldn't give them money. That's not stopping your addiction if somebody holds your money and won't give it to you. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you have to, it's something that you personally have to, you know, personally have to do. And their creed, I mean, their serenity prayer is the very mm. same that you have on your... You sent me the serenity prayer, the plaque that you had when I was in Texas, when I first started getting sober, and I still have it. It's well, just, it's the same because you have an addiction. I think that uh, probably alcohol, I mean, gamblers are anonymous, or an addiction to gambling is probably the least understood because you're not suffering any physical withdrawal systems. And mm -hmm. and I had one woman say, well, Corky, just take $20 and when it's over, don't gamble anymore. Mm -hmm. And I said, if I could do that, I wouldn't be a gambler. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't be addicted to gambling. I yeah. mean, and people don't, they don't understand because you're not, you don't have withdrawal systems and you symptoms and you don't have those things. Oh, Jason's in love with you. Yeah, you're going to get a date request and a friend request from him. Well, you Jason, know, Jason, I'm in love with you too. <laughs> I happy. Thank you, Dale. Dale tells you happy birthday. Thank you. Um, you know, that's true though. You're saying like a lot of people don't understand gambling addiction but there's a lot of things out there that people struggle with mm -hmm. that they, they they tell themselves a lot of people don't understand but the problem is because of that they don't use their voice so i want to commend you for saying hey i have a problem with gambling and going to get help because a lot of people mm -hmm. for instance you know whether it's a mental illness like borderline personality disorder speaking for myself or even sex addiction or uh, it be, it could even be a disability. Like it could be that you've had a stroke. It could be anything. And you're like, other people don't understand. And so they keep everything inside and they don't talk about it. And because they don't talk about it, a few things happen. One, it eats them up inside and it, and it, and it makes it really worse than it needs to be. But also you don't find the people that can love on you and support you. You can't find the people like your tribe is what is a word that's used around a lot of these days. I don't know if it was used back then, mm -hmm. but you find your tribe when you mm -hmm. speak your truth. And it's not that you want to sit around and complain all the time, mm -hmm. but when you say, hey, this is what's going on with me, and you reach out for support, it gives people the opportunity to love you and you get to find out who your real friends are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. So going to those groups, some of them can be great. Sometimes it just depends on where you go, but that's great. And I also think that there's things that hold us back that aren't disabling. You know, you could be, you know, overeating or you could be smoking cannabis, my husband likes to call it. Because it is called it's cannabis. weed to me. <laughs> it sounds really nicer when you say cannabis, though. It's more professional. Um, yeah, every night. Um, and, you know, I was doing that for 10 years. And guess what? I could still have a, a good job. I could still be giving back to my community. I could still have a good relationship with my families. But 
I was wasting time, right? Instead of maybe reading the Bible or, you know, calling grandma, I'm at home smoking weed and eating popcorn and gummy bears in bed. She so, still does that, by the way. <laughs> I do still do that. Um, so that's my advice right now. I still love popcorn and gummy bears. And and don't ever try to ever share popcorn with her, ever. She won't no. share it. No, <laughs> he'll bite your freaking hand off. <laughs> she got mad. Yeah. Hold on. I, I'm jumping in here now. So we were in, where were we at? We were in uh, Laguna Beach. Mm-hmm. And it was right after I proposed. And we, we were just, yes, we've I got been traveling. Ring, and I wanted to say that I got this beautiful Morganite stone. And it's the stone of divine love. Well, I was talking. so Because you, I, we know God brought us together. So God doesn't like interrupting. Um, okay. So I <laughs> would just, honey. that's okay. So I just got in proposing and we're like, you know what? We're exhausted. We've been in the car for a long time. We're just going to relax and like just watch a movie. Yes. So I went to Whole Foods. I went and got some organic, gluten-free, sugar-free, <laughs> flavor-free, sugar-free. No. like whatever, these, these crazy gummy bears. <laughs> And then popcorn. And I won't tell you the popcorn story. I'll save that for another time because that was its own experience, except the the cooking popcorn part. But as we're sitting in bed watching Ancient Aliens, not a movie, we're watching Ancient Aliens, and I start getting popcorn and I'm eating the popcorn because we have three boxes of popcorn with three. Three boxes of popcorn, but I'm sharing the popcorn with my wife and I went and drove to get it and everything else. And then she goes, honey, you're, you're giving me so much anxiety. Can you just take some popcorn and put it? Can you just put it on the, yes. the napkin and just set it there? Because you're giving me anxiety. Well, because like I feel that I like to eat it slow. And it's like I know what I have left. And like he's eating it fast. And it makes me like, don't take my popcorn. So I just wanted him to have his own portion, eat at your own pace, leave the bag to me. So what that means is. You know how when you get married, it's like what's mine is yours and yours is mine. Except, Except popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, everything else is a open uh, game. But and Jennifer, you're a little selfish when it comes to popcorn. <laughs> I am. I am. You really are. I know. The worst yeah. addiction I ever had is cigarettes. Oh, yeah. You were a smoker? I was a smoker. You told me that you started smoking, you know, when the celeb- some of the movie stars did before well, they thought... Back in uh, the days of the 40s and 50s, all of the famous movie women smoked cigarettes. And I thought, of course, I was only 14 and 15, but I thought I looked just like them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't realize look, uh, that I looked like a little jackass kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I thought that was glamorous. Yes. And uh, so I started smoking. And uh, the time that I actually inhaled that cigarette, I was sitting on the bed. And when I inhaled it, I almost pitched over on the floor. <laughs> I mean, that was the effect on the that mm. cigarette nicotine had on me. And uh, so I have, uh, I haven't smoked in about twenty-seven years now. Congratulations! Wow. Yeah. And uh, I had a real bad cough. And you know, I was I was working then and uh, talking on the phone and having coughing fits. And somebody outside would say, "Have another cigarette, Corky." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I waited until I retired to make it harder on myself. 
and uh, and then I quit. Then I worked up the, on the 24th floor of the building, and I had to go all the way down to the patio in order to smoke a cigarette. Wow. But anyway, I did go to a hypnotist, and I never have figured out whether it helped me or I was ashamed that I paid the hypnotist $150. Neither way, I quit. I believe in hypnotism. One of my friends, Abby Levine, is one of the best hypnotists. I mean, I've, I've been hypnotized a few times, and I really think she helped me a lot. Maybe I can try that with popcorn and see if I can share you know, well, yeah. I'm gonna hypnotize but, you to take off that wig. Uh, it would probably <laughs> cost you two, two or three hundred dollars now. Is that worth that? Uh, for two, three hundred, you'll buy you a bunch of popcorn. <laughs> okay. That's true. Very true. That's Good point, okay. Grandma. <laughs> well, what do you? What else? Do you have any other any other questions for Grandma? We have uh, to go celebrate her birthday today. Yes, and the one thing I was going to tell you, what they always say, always did say years and years ago, don't ever judge another man until you walked a mile in his moccasins. Well, you know, that's true because right now we're dealing with a lot of discrimination. It's, it seems like I didn't live in the 60s, but it seems like now it's not just discrimination about color. It's about, you know, if you're a Republican or Democrat, it's 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 now we're you know we're discriminating against religion at a level that I don't think has ever been like this. Um, it doesn't matter what you believe, you're you're getting criticized, and or if you don't believe, you're getting criticized. There's judgment, like everyone's pointing out, like it's your fault, your fault, your fault. We don't like you. You're different. Instead of really looking at ourselves. Yeah, and the main thing people should do is think of the Bible, the cross, and love. Those are the two important things that Jesus told us, the cross and love. And I know I wrote that thing for you. If you <clears throat> no matter what you do, if you don't have love, it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. You have to have love. Wow. Mm -hmm. And if we would love everybody, all this bitterness and hate would go away. I agree. Mm -hmm. And we all, you know, it's funny because I, I think I've shared this on the show before, but I'm drawn naturally to people that look differently than me. They sound different, you know, and I, and, I, and then after, it's funny, after you get to get to speaking with somebody after a while, you start to realize, oh my gosh, we're not that different. Yes, you believe something different. Yes, you look different. Yes, you speak a different language or more languages than I do. Um, but at the core of it, we find out that we're not that much different. Mm -hmm. And we should celebrate our differences because we, so many of us are trying to be something we're not instead of ourselves. But it's really, really beautiful when we step into knowing who we are and being proud of it, being proud of how you are created. And, you know, and I just, I don't know, it, it, it breaks my heart to see so much hate in the world. And it's just sad. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate you saying that. It's really well, nice. Well, you just see that people are, uh, they hate each other because of what they believe. I mean, this is all a politics. I mean, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. We should we should love each other because we love each other. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. good enough. And because Christ first loved us. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. I love that. Yes, Grandma, I love that. Sorry. Mm. Well, that's really beautiful. Well, would you guys like to end in a prayer? Sure. 
I'll pray. Um, okay. So we're going to pray. We listen. We we um, that's really we believe the same. That's right, Brandy. April, wonderful. Um, the, <laughs> Jason, you're so funny. Oh wow. Okay, thank you guys so much for joining. And everyone, one last time, say happy birthday to Grandma. Mm -hmm. We're going to pray for you guys and um, get out of here and go celebrate her birthday. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. I just want to thank you so much for a beautiful day and having the opportunity to do the show with Grandma today and have her drop mm -hmm. knowledge on all of us watching. Uh, Lord, I just want to ask that anyone out there that's struggling with anything, whether it's an abusive relationship, um, a toxic relationship, somebody that's struggling financially, struggling with their health, uh, struggling and battling an addiction, Lord, I just ask that you set them free and give them the courage to speak up. And if somebody is hiding something inside, that is just poisoning them and it's just taking away from their joy. I just ask that, you know, somebody reach out to them and get them to talk or them give them the courage to reach out and talk to somebody else because keeping those things in the, in the dark and keeping those things a secret are doing nothing but just wrecking their joy and wrecking the opportunity for them to see the opportunities that are available for them. Uh, Lord, I just ask that, um, again, you just bless everybody that's watching the show right now and bless grandma on her birthday. Mm -hmm. We are very, very thankful for her. And um, Lord, just keep us safe in our travels for the next few days and bless everybody watching in Jesus name. Amen. All right, you guys, thank you so much for watching. Bye, guys. Have an amazing Sunday and see you soon. Bye. Have a beautiful day. Bye.